0: Listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they know me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Welcome. What a beautiful day. This is my absolute favorite weather. You're welcome. I have been praying for this weather since, well, since July and August of last year. Um, and it is such a blessing to be here together at Our Lady's beautiful shrine. Um, it's been raining quite a bit, and today the Lord gave us sunshine. Um, I have a funny comment I make to the guy, uh, our, our main maintenance friend here, Trevor, Every he mows the lawn and then it rains, I blame it on him. Like he and God have a deal, <laughs> you know. He mows it and then God has to make it rain and it's this cycle that just keeps happening. (laughs) But uh, we have a beautiful day. Obviously, it's Mother's Day. So uh, first and foremost, a happy Mother's Day to all of you out there and especially a happy Mother's Day to our dearest, blessed mother, the Virgin Mary, the mother of God, the mother of Jesus, the mother of the church, our mother. Happy Mother's Day. It's beautiful. And we also have good shepherd sunday the reading of that that famous passage which we just heard from john chapter 10 where jesus says i am the good shepherd my sheep hear my voice and they and i know them and they follow me so in some ways it's like a spiritual father day uh for for those who have the vocation for shepherds are like spiritual fathers so um, if you see a priest today make sure you say happy good shepherd day okay (laughs) and um I had some really beautiful and profound thoughts uh, my prayer on these readings, which I'd like to share with you. First of all, I was asking the question, how do the sheep hear and know the voice of Jesus? How can we know his voice? And I got thinking, maybe it's because he speaks with a Galilean accent. <laughs> it's evidently in the Bible, When Peter, who's also from Galilee, is warming himself by the charcoal fire, they say, surely you're a follower of Jesus. Listen to your accent. So for all those city people in Jerusalem, they would hear people from Nazareth and Galilee. They had a country bumpkin accent. (laughs) That just cracked me up, you know, that the Lord would have spoken with a Galilean accent, whatever that may have sounded like. Um, But to know and to hear his voice, Um, This is so important. and um, So where can we hear his voice? Well, um, in several different times and places, we can hear the voice of the Lord. We remember that when he says, I am the good shepherd, for the Jewish people, the shepherd is God. That is a divine title, right? We prayed that in the psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want... So Jesus, and then he says, the Father and I are one. So there's something of his divinity that's being referenced here. And uh, so how can we hear the voice of God? And it's a few places. Um, I remember one day I was helping at a parish and I was hearing confessions. And on Easter Sunday here I talked about this icon of the resurrection of Jesus which I have in my confessional downstairs. Well, in this confessional there was a beautiful picture of Jesus The good shepherd and as I was hearing the confessions and ministering God's mercy this was the image before me which is really an image near and dear to every priest because our vocation is connected to this image of shepherding and um, it really dawned upon me that one of the places we can hear the voice of God is in our conscience You know, the Catholic Church has a very profound and beautiful teaching on the gift of the conscience that God has given us. Certainly, we have an obligation to make every effort to form our conscience according to what is true, according to what God has revealed. But uh, the Church has such a reverence and such a profound understanding of the conscience And when you're hearing confessions and people, you know, you examine your conscience before you go to confession and you're there to tell the Lord that you're sorry. And it's amazing. It's like the priest in the confessional gets to witness to all of the things that God has been telling people through their conscience. It's really beautiful, really something profound. And uh, if we have the habit of the practice of the prayer of the daily examine, where at the end of the day, you take a moment to pray. Certainly, it's a moment to give thanks to God for everything that happened that day, but it's also a moment to examine your conscience. It's a moment to hear the voice of the shepherd speaking, which is very beautiful. Um, We also um, have an opportunity to hear God speak when we're praying. There's a very famous quote from an early church father, St. Ambrose. And this quote made it into the catechism. And he says that when you pray, you are talking with God. And when you read the Bible, God is talking to you. Isn't that something? That we have such a reverence for the, the word of God in the written form, in the scriptures, in the Bible that we can spend time in the word as Catholics we should be bible people (laughs) you know the word of God we have such a reverence for the presence of God's voice in the scriptures that we read and pray and you know mass is such a privileged place for that right we have the liturgy of the word with the beautiful reading and the psalm sung so beautifully for us thank you and then the proclamation of the gospel and then the homily Is supposed to be a breaking open of the bread of God's Word and I can't tell you how many times it'll happen after mass somebody will say to me father thank you for your homily when you said that 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 you were really speaking to me and what's amazing how the Holy Spirit works sometimes it's really funny when a person says that to you and it's something you never said (laughs) but they heard it the Holy Spirit was touching the heart there which is beautiful And then also at mass we have the word of god who becomes flesh and comes to us in the eucharist this mysterious true presence of jesus in the holy eucharist the word made flesh Receive the word through the eucharist it's it's really something amazing and um so we need to be um, open and looking for the ways that the lord would be speaking to us the voice of the Good Shepherd, to be a a member of his flock, to be a sheep, to be one who knows and recognizes and follows the voice of God. That is our task. And um, I wanna connect this now with a little something for Mother's Day. Um, So I wanna share with you that when I was younger, Um, My own mother passed away young. She passed away from cancer. Um, We have a cancer gene in our family. So my mom, my grandmother, who's her mother, and my great-grandmother, who's her mother, all three of them were going to chemotherapy at the same time. And um, what happened was they died in the reverse order. So my mom passed away young. And then a little later, my grandma passed away, and then much later my great grandma passed away it's one hundred and two years old it 's a mystery of God there, you know, and there 's more to that story which i 'll share at another time but um but so what I wanted to share with you is that one of the greatest treasures that my mom left for us, she made an audio recording of herself praying the rosary and so I have a copy, and my, my family, we all have a copy of my, an audio recording of my own mother praying the rosary, and I can't tell you what a comfort, that gift has been such a comfort over the years, um, so often throughout the, the days, and I put that on, and I have the gift of being able to pray the rosary with my own mother, like praying with me from the other side, which we know is actually a reality. But it's also so comforting to hear her voice. You know, as the time goes on, and it's been years, and you start to forget a little bit. And uh, certainly, we have photographs of loved ones which are holy reminders to us of them. But this um, recording of her, and to have the recording of her praying the rosary, it's like my two moms my physical, biological mother, and then my spiritual heavenly mother, Mother Mary. And um, in many ways, I feel like I hear the voice of God even there. How beautiful. How beautiful, um, how important the rosary has been for me and for many of my family, that beautiful gift that my mom gave me. And I want to share that with you because I I have a confession to make that on this day of Mother's Day, it's very common for us to say, Happy Mother's Day, and we, you see mothers, and you say, Happy Mother's Day. And, and I have to admit that there's also a moment of awkwardness if you meet somebody and you're not sure if this is a woman who has children or not. And for some women who've borne the cross of not being able to have children, the, the greeting Happy Mother's Day can be kind of painful. And uh, there's could be a real deep woundedness there so I have many friends ladies that I know who were not able to have children and so there could be an awkward moment where you're like you don't want to say something that's hurtful but you know you just want to wish a happy Mother's Day to everybody and this is where the reality of spiritual motherhood really should be highlighted today also as Mother Mary is our spiritual mother I think every woman Has a call from God to be a mother and that motherhood in so many different ways. And I can share with you um, some special, beautiful relationships that God has given me because my own mom died young. There's been this thing where the Lord has sent me others to be mothers to me spiritually, and it's beautiful. And uh, for many years, I was serving in Harlem, at our friary in Harlem. And um, when my mom passed away, you can imagine how difficult that was. Um, There was a a woman that came into my life. She is the wealthiest person I have ever met. By wealth, I mean spiritual wealth. She's just a little lady that lives in Harlem, and she has so much faith in her little finger. (laughs) She is an amazing person. Her name is Carol. And um, she spiritually adopted me. And when my mom had passed away, and I became friends with her through our soup kitchen there in Harlem, and her, just her, her support, her prayer, her encouragement, her motherly kindness has meant so much to me over the years. And I found out that she has a son my age who no longer communicates with her. He's gone missing. And so in some ways, her adopting me and me being her spiritual son is also helping her with that wound and that struggle of having a son who has chosen not to stay in touch. And God has worked many graces through that relationship, and it's been beautiful. And I know that the love of God has come to me through her example, through her witness. It's a true spiritual motherhood, And many times she has said things to me where I felt in my bones, God is speaking. (laughs) She's such a woman of wisdom and prayer and simple faith. It is so refreshing to be in her presence. It's it's beautiful. So on this day that is Good Shepherd Sunday, on this day that is Mother's Day, on this day at our Lady's Shrine, our, our Mother Mary, we want to wish a very happy Mother's Day to all of you. Um, physical mothers biological mothers and most especially spiritual mothers and to thank god for all of the many ways that his voice comes to us that he may speak to us to guide us to um, have a relationship with him may we hear and recognize his voice and may we follow where he leads us